green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, May 8th. The Voice of a Thin Silence. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 12 and 13 from the Message Translation, which reads, A hurricane ripped through the mountains and shattered the rocks before God. But God wasn't to be found in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake. But God wasn't in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, fire. But God wasn't in the fire. And after the fire, a gentle and quiet whisper. When Elijah heard the quiet voice, he muffled his face with his great cloak and went to the mouth of the cave and stood there. A quiet voice asked, So, Elijah, now tell me, what are you doing here? This is God's Word. And this is Craig's Word. We expect the King of Kings to shout with primal power in earthquake, wind, and fire. Of course we do. From the origins of time, God has been the great explanation of nature's many mysteries, the ultimate power that changes seasons, hurling thunderbolts and rumbling from the heavens and rolling thunder. Elijah knew very well, and so do we, that Yahweh is absolutely able to speak in dramatic ways through shaking rooms, Acts 4.31, blinding lights, Acts 9.3, and astounding prophetic revelations, Revelation 1.10. But perhaps the problem with such displays of power and the reason God patently refrains from speaking in such ways most of the time is that they belie the fundamental gentleness and intimacy of his heart. Dramatic revelations impress, for sure, but they can also intimidate dominate and alienate those on the receiving end. And so the potentate of time, creator of the rolling spheres, ineffably sublime, chooses to whisper in our ear way more than he shouts from the skies. That's our key quote of the week from Pete Craig in his book, How to Hear God, as together we move into part two of his book, shifting from the vox externa, or external voice of God, through our reading and contemplation of scripture and through spoken words from each other, to the vox interna, or the internal voice of God, through whispers and nudges and promptings, as well as through dreams and all of creation around us. The key revelation this week is that we serve a God who whispers. Yes, at Sinai, with the delivery of the Ten Commandments and the rest of the Torah, God used his outside voice, as at that time his voice shook the earth. And when God used his outside voice, he was in the fire and wind and earthquake. And the people begged him to stop. 
Far too loud, too intimidating, too unnerving. No doubt we can expect the same at the promised second coming of Christ, which will be accompanied by a shout, the loud cry of an angel, and the trumpet call of God. There's simply nothing quiet about that. But when Elijah retreated to that same Mount Sinai, this time there was no divine word or presence in the fire or wind or earthquake. It was all just noise and drama in a divine pantomime of sorts, which, of course, tends to be what interests us most, and no doubt what interested Elijah most. He no doubt felt that the present moment needed the noise and drama of God's outside voice. But what he got was a whisper, literally the sound of a thin silence, which means reducing the noise both within and without. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how readily can you hear a whisper? When have you heard the divine whisper, that voice of a thin silence? What was happening in your life and what did you hear? How do we posture ourselves to hear the whisper of God? Lord, I confess, I want the mighty rushing wind to fill the house where we are sitting. I want the fire to fall. I want the earth to shake. Well, within limits. In short, I pine for the dramatic interventions of your voice, and I wonder what's wrong with me when I don't get them and I'm tempted to make a lot of noise just to cover the silence. Teach me to hear your whisper. Train me to hear the sound of a thin silence. Lead me to the whispering spot of my own inner space, where in the secret place of my heart, you cause me to know wisdom through the whispering of your voice. Through your mercies.